1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Um, today, well, we're you know everybody in the Patriot community seems to love three-letter agencies in the uh, federal government. They you know always you know stand out as as something close to your heart. I know, so we thought we'd do an in-depth dive into one of the most notorious agencies, the CIA the Central Intelligence Agency. Now, I do feel like every country needs some kind of spy agency that kind of goes out into the world and is looking out for the country's interests. I I feel like there is some kind of place for that. Um, Do we need some kind of spy agency monitoring people inside our country? That, I would say, no, not so much. Thank you. Um, but no, but, uh, either way, the world is the world and it is kind of changing and, you know, different things. I I know a lot of you are like, wait, Chuck, I heard the CIA can operate inside the U S but I would say Larry Flynn, uh, general Flynn, sorry. And, you know, things like that, you know, they do kind of do some back channel investigations but either way kevin what are are the limitations what is the parameters like what is the definition or mission statement of the cia what do they even do technically the cia uh, collects analyzes evaluates and disseminates foreign intelligence and it carries out covert missions their five priorities are counterterrorism non-proliferation of nuclear weapons, uh, warning American leaders of important overseas events, counterintelligence, and cyberintelligence. Ooh. Now, they do like to create giant spy programs and then give them out to the public, right? That's like one of their other... <laughs> yeah, that, that seems like one of their other things. Their 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 uh their counterintelligence, their cyberintelligence uh, seems to get out to all sorts of bad actors. 
Um, so they might be good at getting secrets, but they're not good at keeping secrets. Yeah, it seems it seems like they they fuck up a little bit. Um, they're real good at collecting a. Uh, uh, U.S. intelligence, like through through uh, Prism and some of those other other uh, spy programs, um, oh, but Prism they use Pfizer, so it's right? okay. Okay, right. That was uh that was the the Snowden revelation was was them collecting all our uh, phone calls and text messages and and whatnot. Um, technically, right. Prism collects standard internet communication, and I don't know what the fuck that means. I mean, it could you could make that mean anything. I think they just want to see how much you're going to you porn. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then they're, it's they're like, really ah, interested in my my uh, midget fetish. Apparently, midget midget <laughs> fetish. All right. Um, I don't know. So yes, the CIA has involved been involved in a lot of uh, shady stuff over the years. Um, now, they were formed in, in 1947. Originally, uh, in 1942, it started out as the Office of Strategic Services, um, then changed over to the, okay. the CIA in, in 19, uh, September 1947. Uh, they've got about 21,000 employees, and they uh, their budget's about $15 billion a year. So that's what they're working with. Um, now, right off the bat, uh, they got busted for uh, wiretapping um, any sort of anti-war groups uh, in 1969. Um, so anybody that was against the Vietnam War, um, you were on the CIA's radar, and uh, they were they were watching out for you. Well, pretty much. If you don't agree with what your government is doing, do you really love America, or are you I, just some kind of traitor spy? I mean, come on, really. It's a valid point. If you disagree with your government, you're you're a piece of shit. Piece of shit. So, uh-huh. you know, having the CIA look out for us is not, all right, not really a good fucking idea at all. But, you know, hypothetically. No, and hypothetically, they should be paying attention to uh, foreign things. I feel like leaving- Oh, like uh, stopping shit like 9-11? Would that have yeah, been a good one? that they shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's been a couple of things like that where they they just did not call it. However, they did call the uh, Taliban taking over Afghanistan immediately. They did get that one right. It's just nobody listened to them. Well, that's because – no, but to be honest, I mean in their defense, one thing slipping through like September 11th, which was huge and, and you know a huge ordeal, but they do stop a lot of plots that we don't hear about. But some of them do even make these like little stories. You know, it's kind of like the mass shooting that was going to happen and the guy with the concealed carry shoots the one guy before he even gets a shot off. And they're like, oh, that's not a story. You know, a guy stops a guy right. with a gun. Yeah, great. But mm-hmm. it would have been horrible, but you took care of it. So we like to pretend and tell ourselves that the CIA is preventing things like that from happening. And to be fair, I believe that they must be. I mean, I don't really know. I, well, with fifteen billion dollars a year, I would think they'd be able to do something. Um, you something. know, the problem is they do a lot of shit that uh, that doesn't fit under that fifteen uh, billion dollars a year uh, budget. Um, Tell me some of those. Some of those things were. Uh, you ever hear um, 
of the of the guy named Freeway Ricky Ross? I do not know Freeway Ricky Ross. Ricky Ross was uh was a a crack dealer, but like major major crack dealer. He, one day he made a uh, three three million dollars in one day, uh, selling crack. He had a pretty big budget. They called him Freeway because he was using his money to buy up uh, properties all along the freeway in California. And, nice. Uh, some of his businesses made a little bit of money, but he really made his money from from uh, from slinging from crack. crack. Now he was getting his crack. He was getting cocaine to make the crack from. Uh, uh, let me see here. What was the guy's name? Uh, Danilo Blandon. Now Blandon was uh, was a, a Colombian, and he was one of the guys that was a contra. So. Okay. The reason that that freeway Ricky Ross never didn't get caught for a long time was because uh, because he was protected, just like uh, uh, Blandon was protected by the CIA. Um, so they didn't want to bust him because then they would give it, give away you know all the spying shit. So instead, they just arrested you know all the black people that got addicted to crack. We had a crack epidemic. If you don't if you don't remember, uh, we had a crack epidemic and we had a war on drugs. So the CIA uh, protected the drug dealers. The drug dealers sold the crack, and then uh, we had to arrest the uh, the crack addicts. So, you know, just making more work for for the uh, police and and ruining people's lives, but not really uh, not really fixing anything. They did that so they could expand their budget a little bit and get some extra money for programs that weren't approved by the government. See, the CIA has to have approval to do the shit they're doing um you know and that's how they get their budget from congress but if they don't tell congress what they're doing then they have to get their money from somewhere else and that's how that whole crack thing came about um the cia right. has no, been I, did, caught, I did just do some yeah the Go cia ahead. has been caught lying to congress quite a bit but every time they do every time they get caught they're like yeah but that's the only time we've ever done it so hypothetically, right, you have to right. believe that we know every time that the CIA has done some fucked up shady stuff. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So I, I checked it out. Now, this is how we make crack because, mm-hmm. you know, something everybody needs to know. Apparently, you take cocaine, yep. baking powder, mm-hmm. right? Nor baking soda. Not sure which. Yep. It says with baking, baking powder is a simple, the drug, it's baking soda. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And you just stir it up in water and mix it up. Mm-hmm. Then they boil it, and it actually coagulates in like a solid substance. In Makes the, little rocks, you know. little crack rocks. And then they just move the cracks, take the crack rocks out of the mixture, and then you just you know break break it into chunks because it makes like a big clump. And then they and break he, it up into little crack rocks. Yeah, here's an interesting thing about crack. Cocaine is not physically addictive, but crack is super addictive. Huh. Now that's weird, right? And it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Because I don't get addicted. Well, maybe I did get addicted to baking soda because I eat a lot of cookies. Is there baking soda (laughs) in cookies? It could be. That could be the the problem right there. Uh Uh-huh. See? And then they're like, these cookies are like crack. And I'll be like, y'all. So it's cocaine. Uh, baking soda, and I think there's like a little bit of cinnamon in there, you know, a little bit something to to spice it up a little bit. 
Um, yeah, so so uh, that whole Iran Contra scandal basically involved uh, allowing allowing drug cartels to smuggle drugs into the United States using American airplanes and American pilots, and then taking that money and arming the Contras in Colombia so they could overthrow the government. So that's that's kind of how that all worked. Um, <clears throat> now, the CIA has also had gotten in a little bit of trouble for extraordinary rendition. Um, I think we've probably heard a lot about that. You guys heard a lot about that during the Gulf War, uh, the war on terrorism. Um, so what they're doing was they're snatching people, and they technically couldn't bring them back to the United States and torture them because that was illegal. So they'd snatch them, take them to like Poland or, you know, other countries there, and they would have those people torture them. See, because if somebody else does it, you're not responsible. And nice. that's, the, uh, that's the trick for that. Um, and I, I don't know if you remember this, but one of the original ones, one of the original uh, CAA uh, uh, plans was was uh, taking the Nazi scientists and bringing them over to yeah. the United States. Um, you know, I, I, I think that a lot of the Nazis that were involved in NASA and, and the, the rocket program and the, the moon mission and yeah. all those programs – they were not all like our just, space travel. Yeah, they were yeah, not just like dudes Nazis. that were part of the Nazi party. They were like Nazi Nazis that killed Jews. Nazis that like yeah. hung Jews yeah. outside of fat. The slowest workers they would hang them outside their factories. You know, it's like to make a point to everybody else. They weren't like you know the friendly Nazi that that you know accidentally joined the, the party and Nazi. didn't realize what was yeah. going on. Yeah, no, they're the real Nazis. The real ones that were killing the guys with the little round glasses in the lab coats in the back. And they just, you know, hey, I don't know what's going on out there. I just need to do science. I I love science so much that I can't be distracted by your worldview out there. (laughs) Killing Jews and whatever. I just have to science. Science. So that's how I always imagined it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, they were the the shitty Nazis. Okay. So the, the, in case anyone was unclear on that, those are the yeah, Operation okay. Paperclip. Yeah, they brought them all over. So that was another another yeah. big one that but that was to, going on. Well, there. so here's the thing, though. I mean, I feel like this is maybe a whole other podcast episode. But the way it was, I mean, the, you know, they always I, I like to pretend that capitalism is an environment where technology and science will thrive and whatever. But so much science came out of the Nazi party. It was unbelievable. I mean, they made light years in jet propulsion and, you know, all kinds of rocket science stuff. They did tons of things, really leaps and bounds in technology came out of the Nazi party. Pharmaceuticals, yeah. We just we just scoop that shit up and we're like, yeah, and America, we just freaking, you know, ran with all the technology that came out of that. And then we're like, yeah, America, capitalism, that's what did it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get the idea. But and to be honest, I mean, you're like, well, yeah, the Nazis, it was probably that strict discipline and willing to have no rules and no whatever that you know led us to go ahead and and do some you know that that basically advanced technology 
but secretly, I think it's because they found alien technology. I think they might have been working with the aliens. I'm just you saying. Think aliens are Nazis? Well, That's I mean, potential. you know, who knows what's going on on the backside of the moon, really? Right? Right. You know, and they mm-hmm. keep moving, and they got those bases up there. And every once in a while, you see that picture of that Nazi flag flying on the moon. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've so seen that I'm just picture, saying, right? there's, <laughs> there's I feel like that some, might be doctored, but I have seen the that picture. That might be doctored. Okay. <laughs> um, well, actually, so to bring this back to the CIA, I mean, I know you, you mentioned Operation Paperclip and, and, and them being a big hand in that. We actually, here in the CIA in the United States, decided to come up with a program kind of Nazi-like. I, I want to say not, Nazi-esque. And that okay. would be Project MK Ultra. Do you remember this? Mm, I do remember okay. this. MK Ultra, if, if you're having a hard time bringing it back, is when we thought, hey, you know, the Nazis really did good giving their guys freaking speed and creating an army that dominated the world. What if we kind of fucked around with barbiturates and this new American drug called LSD? And Uh we took barbiturates, LSD, hypnosis, fucking radiating people, whatever the fuck we want to do, let's combine all that shit and see if we can, like, confuse people so fucking much that we make them, like, secret super assassin zombies that, like, Uh just go kill people and then shoot themselves or, you know, like you see in the movies. We That was the CIA. That that mm-hmm. was Project yep. MK Ultra. They were yeah, like, "Hey, let's that, dig deep." Yeah, they 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 did all sorts of uh, you know crazy shit like uh, you know psychics and and all sorts of stuff. The weird thing is they they used remote viewing, and hypothetically, according to to the results, it actually worked. There was able people actually able to remotely v- uh, view places they could they couldn't possibly. Uh, have a like have a, a context for before that the only reason they didn't use it is because it wasn't effect it wasn't a it wasn't reliable enough to, to be used you know but did they not use again. it or did they say they didn't use it mm-hmm. um well that's they the thing we also know said so there was no little. such thing yeah exactly they also said there is no such thing as operation midnight climax uh, that was the one where they they got this uh, bordello, um, and they got these hookers, and the hookers would put LSD in the John's drinks, and make him a drink, and then they just watched through like uh, one way mirrors to see what that what happened, like just giving people LSD without any kind of uh, you know awareness or context to it, and see if they went crazy or not. So I mean, there's that. That was definitely inside the United States. Uh, on American citizens that were unsuspecting, yeah. um, you know, right. just unsuspecting perverts getting. Uh, but we don't we don't do LSD. anything with Americans. But are they really Americans if they're criminals? I mean, come on, you know, it's that's like a, that's the thing. So Project MK Ultra, it's what we get when you read the history and the stuff behind it. You hear historians believe that the program was to control the human mind. So they could program people to be assassinations. But that's what we speculate. We have right. no idea. 
nobody knows. So the CIA, in order, you know, transparency like we like in the U.S., they said, you know, we may eventually have bullshit like the Freedom of Information Act and stuff like that. Let's instead destroy everything related to the program, and that way we'll never be accountable. Right. And so that's what they did. They were just like, yeah, fuck uh-huh. it, just – just shred that shit and let's let's pretend that so we don't know what the fuck they were doing. We don't know what came out of it or got, you know, spin off programs or anything like that. We just yeah, yeah, that was the thing, but you know. Um I actually there was another one called the the Pakistani vaccine. I don't know if you know uh when we were trying to get bin Laden uh, we had suspicions that, you know, he was in Pakistan and they saw some of the kids running around in the, in the village. And they were like, you know, fucking, uh, we're pretty sure those are some of bin Laden's kids, but we don't really know. So what they did was they said, you know what? We're America. We love to help people out. Let's offer a free vaccine clinic. Uh-huh. And Instead, they just collected uh, DNA and blood samples from all the uh, the kids in the village as they're like, yeah, here you go. You know, we'll give you a vaccine. They collected their blood samples and they actually did DNA testing to kind of figure out if any of the kids were related to bin Laden and Ketchum. And then you wonder why, like, you're like, well, our government would never do fucked up shit like that. So we don't have to worry about, you know, government vaccine programs or anything. You know, I just feel Uh like they keep doing fucked up shit that makes you question everything. And then it's like, oh, people who say anything are fucking crazy. But then as you start to think about it, you're like, "Eh, am I maybe crazy to think my government isn't doing fucked up shit? It's like, how much evidence do you see? And then you're like, well, yeah, but this is in another country. So those people aren't even people anyway. I mean, they're, they have different <laughs> color skin or whatever, you know? So it's not right. like they matter. They're not Americans because we're better people, you know? I mean, right. that's the kind of fucked up shit that we do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Now, uh, hypothetically, all this stuff has to be approved by Congress. Um. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were down for yeah. the LSD shit. Yeah, but House Intelligence Subcommittee Chairwoman Jan uh, Schakowsky announced the tim- uh, termination of an unnamed program hidden from Congress from for eight years and described it as very, uh, very, a very bad program. We have no idea what the program was. We have no idea why they terminated it. We have no idea what they did for eight years, but we knew no some fucked up shit was going on. And how like how much of that shit is happening that Congress doesn't find out about? It seems like a lot. It seems like a it lot. For the like amount of stuff lot. that they do find out about, you know, it seems like the CIA is like always involved in some really fucked up stuff. And uh they don't they don't ever get uh, held responsible for it. Um, so I think, uh, who is the CI director now? Is it, uh, William? It's not Comey now. Not Comey. Well, he was FBI, right? Uh, it was Leon Panetta for a while. And now it's, uh, William Burns, which I don't know much about him, but he, you know, he is the standard 
you know, CIA guy. It's not like, uh, you know, it's not like he's uh, bringing light to to any of these fucked up things that have been happening in the past. Um, these are all things that we just find out about, you know, through random chance. So, you know, there's other shady shit going on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's been program after program, you know, the shit they did with uh, you guys remember back, we talked about Castro and all the different things to, you know, take him out of power. You know, we were going to make his beard fall out. We talked about his mistresses (laughs) that we were going to have kill him while they were having sex and, you know, different things. The the CIA has been notorious for uh, for different uh I don't know. Different programs. Do you remember that, crazy. that story about uh, Castro's former mistress? Uh, she was recruited by the CIA. Uh, they gave her poison to poison him with. Yes. Yeah. Shipped him down to uh, Cuba. Shipped her down to Cuba. Yes. And Castro was there when she got off the plane, and he took her. He took her back to his his palace, and he said, "I know you've been working for the CIA, and they sent you." here to kill me and he took his gun out and put it in her hand and put the barrel up against his head and he said do it if you're gonna do it kill me and then she broke down crying and he and made wild passionate passionate love love. yes that's that's the kind of shit that really drives home we actually i have uh some books that i'd come across over the years there's this cia uh clandestine operations field manuals you know there's different things they become declassified over the years and they talk about how they they do things and i mean dude they have so many programs and this is one of the things that concern me with things like you know all these different groups that are anti-american or whatever where they would infiltrate and basically these were foreign operations right um, you know, things outside the, the manual that I had is like, uh, for South America or Central America or something. And, uh, but basically the way it, it, it goes through it is they talk about finding groups of people who are angry and kind of ready for an uprising, but then going in, stirring up some shit and kind of taking it to the next level. Right. Um, they talk about getting people fired up how to kind of recognize what kind of people can be manipulated and are like ready to be pushed over the edge and how to kind Mm -hmm. of push them over the edge. Then they'd go in with these riots and yeah, yeah. And kind of throw things in to stir the pot a little bit. And then they secretly Mm -hmm. kind of just walk away and disappear into the crowd and whatever after they get people fired up. And that's, I think a real practice that maybe is is going on possibly even inside the United States that people need to yeah. be aware of. And, you know, that's the kind of thing. The more you pay attention and learn what's going on, what your government's capable of. And I think one of the biggest distinctions is people really think, well, they're willing to do that to other people outside our country, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. do it here. I think that one, do you think those people are less as people? Do you not care about them? Because we try and pretend now that we're all the same and, and that nobody's different and we all have you know equal values and just as much value to exist and be alive. 
which I have no problem that people have value and, and the right to exist. But how is it that we're okay with our government doing fucked up shit to other countries and other people because it might help oil prices or it might help, you know, the, I don't know. We don't like governments uh, like in Egypt. Remember, we were so cool with that Arab Spring thing and, and all that. And, hey, let's topple these guys. And, you know, we stir the pot. And why would you think they would not do that inside the United States? And say, I mean, I, I'm not even necessarily saying that the CIA is doing this shit inside the United States. I'm just saying your government as a whole may be capable of such things or even people may be capable of such things. And just be aware that these things are possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some, I, I was scoping out the CIA website in order to prepare valuable information for you guys. And they actually wrote an article called the top 10 CIA myths. Cause you might be led to believe that, that uh, all these crazy things are true when it turns out maybe they have some explanation or they're just myths. And, okay, and let's, let's hear so some of to, these. I wanted to give I'm them a, a fair chance to defend themselves, you know, a little, you know, see the mm-hmm. other side. Now, you might believe that any person who works for the CIA, oh no, that the CIA as a whole spies on U.S. citizens. That's a myth. They don't yeah. do that. Their mission is to collect information related to foreign intelligence and foreign counterintelligence. So in accordance with, uh, with their procedures, whatever, since uh, the, by direction of the president in an executive order, we know how seriously we take executive orders, right? We don't mm-hmm. fuck around with that shit. The, uh, the CIA is res- restricted, I can talk, in the collection of intelligence information directed against U.S. citizens. So that never happens. So any of those stories you read in the uh, all that stuff in the about newspapers, uh, prism that shit and about Trump and prism and yeah, they weren't doing shit. That's all made up. Okay. Yep, all made up. All right. So myth number two: the men and women of the CIA—they're all spies or agents. Turns out they're not all spies. Just some. Ah, all right. That okay? You didn't see that shit coming, did you? Fuck um, me up there. Yeah. Yeah. CIA, um, a lot of people who work for the CIA are officers, and they're not agents or spies. So there you go. Not a problem. Um, All CIA officers recruit and handle agents. Nope. Some of them do other jobs. Some are scientists, engineers. Some are even linguistics experts. Oh, Oh, yeah, we're spies. Um, uh, CIA officers are quiet and mysterious. But no, some of them are like happy, fun-going people, fun-loving people. Uh-huh. Uh, we're ordinary people with extraordinary responsibility. Now, so let me ask that. you something. Is it is it yes. true? Do you think that the CIA uh, hires a lot of a lot of Mormons? I've heard Ooh. this rumor because Mormons Mormons are honest people that that can be trusted. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not, but I, I hear rumors about a lot of Mormons in the CIA. 
I think we're going to have to dig deep, deeper into that one because I do not know. Now, here's one. CIA has law enforcement authority and they carry guns. That's a myth. But then when you read their description, well, some CIA officers aren't even issued guns. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you work for the CIA, what but about? your job is, like, janitor cleaning up the shit at the end of the day, you might not mm-hmm. even be issued a gun. I mean, we might oh, tell okay. you to go get one on your own, but, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to just give you one. So don't even worry about that shit. Um, oh, you might think the CIA operates independently and is not held accountable to anybody. Oh, okay. But guess who they're accountable to? Don't worry. They're accountable to the American people. Oh, all right. They, well, that's, that explains why they're, they're sending me a letter every month uh, listing all their, all their actions um, and everything they've been doing. Yeah, I mean, in their defense, they do go past that one sentence and say, we operate in accordance with oversight from the U.S. elected representatives. So they do whatever the fuck they want, but if they get caught and you found out about it, then Congress could be like, hey, what were you doing there? Mm-hmm. So right. there's that. I mean, yep. you know, they got that going for them. Uh, it always seems like if I read the last sentence, I kind of get the, uh, the, oh, by the way, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, working, right. with the CIA, working with the CIA will earn you fame and recognition. The, and if you go through, it says that they do it selflessly. They're not trying to do it. They do it out of a deep love and a commitment, not for fame and stuff. And you're like, well, but answer the question. At the end, when adhering to these principles, there is no room for fame or recognition. So don't even, mm. no. It's not, you're not going to be famous at the CIA. So all you those might be on like CIA CNN, but nobody watching this shit, though. Yeah, okay. Right. So they're yeah, like, but who's right, watching CNN? Right? Nobody. So there you go. Um, the CIA makes foreign policy. Nope. Nope. They don't. There you go. Problem solved. Uh, CIA, yeah, CIA officers are fluent in multiple languages. Some aren't. Some aren't. That myth there you exposed. Go. Problem solved. Um, CIA officers, some only have one language, it says. So... All right. However, the ability to speak, translate, and interpret foreign languages is, is vital. Um, it is not a requirement. So there you have it. Um, the CIA officers are the keepers of all the government secrets. That's the last one. Um, working with the CIA does not grant you unlimited access to government secrets. They have a strict need-to-know policy. So. CIA maybe keeps all the government secrets, but the individual, right, but the individual officers agents. don't have yeah. all the secrets. And I did actually read an article about they did admit that Area 51 is real. So, all right. I mean, there is that. It, it does mm-hmm. exist. Like you were like, what is this big hole on the map that it, it just goes blank when I get there? You're yeah, like, uh, no, there's nothing there for forever. And then all of a sudden, somebody was like, wait a minute. There has to be something here. Then they were like, all right, you caught us. You know, mm-hmm. all right, there is an Area 51. But it's not for UFOs and aliens. We just test spy planes there. 
Okay. But All then right. what's weird. So no aliens. After they said there was no aliens, then like one year later we put out that whole report about aliens and released all those documents from the government. And they were uh-huh. like, yeah, at area 51, we have some crashed objects that we found and we're <laughs> studying. And you're like, but mm-hmm. you, and no, yeah. no, we didn't. But it's, it's one of those things that makes you wonder, like, are you lying then? Were you lying then? Or, or are you lying now? Or is it just all the time? Like, can you it's trust kind of, anything? The way it is, like right. you don't the way it is, shit that they say. Now that they say no. that there are UA, UAPs, not UFOs, but UAPs, now I don't even fucking believe in them anymore. I used to believe in UFOs. Now that the CIA is saying they exist, and now I'm like, I'm not so sure. Man, <laughs> that doesn't sound right to me. Now I feel like it's a CIA program, and they're trying to blame mm-hmm. it on the aliens. Exactly. You know, we're running secret jets and whatever, and it's like, ah, the aliens. That Don't even... Yeah, don't even look I over see there. what you did there. They they turned it all around. <laughs> Those fuckers. That's all they have to do, I think, is just tell us something's true in order for us to, uh, you know, to go the other way it. on it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, ah, uh, yeah, you know, we think all Americans should have guns, and then we'd be like, wait, what? They're probably fucking dangerous. These things could kill us. What are you? What are you yeah. crazy? <laughs> What the hell is wrong with the government wanting us to have guns? What they try to mm-hmm. lose an eye? See, <laughs> yeah, they just got to kind of work it there a little bit, you know? Yeah. Free speech. Uh, yeah, you can say whatever. What kind of reckless shit is that? You know, we can't <laughs> just have people running around fucking saying stuff. That's that's what it really comes down to. Now I see how they they finally figured they cracked the code, Kevin. They yeah, that's cracked. It. Oh, I don't know. It's a fucked up world we're living in, and that's all I can tell you. But, you know, if people have concerns about their government, things you want to tell us about the CIA, although you have to realize that we do have a uh, Google email address. So everything that you email us, the CIA is watching, or at least Mm -hmm. Google, and I mean, who really has more power, the CIA or Google? You know it's mm-hmm. Google. So you may want to be careful what you say. But if you had information you wanted to get out there, you could email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Or just maybe an idea for a show topic. Or maybe you wanted to talk to Kevin. Or maybe you wanted to insult Chuck and be like, hey, you can't talk about the Southland because you haven't lived there long enough. You know, whatever you want to do, you would shoot <laughs> us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com and you could express those feelings and, you know, ma- make your comments. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to value your comments. I'm just saying you'd be allowed to make them. We um, will read them. You know, I... Yeah, or at least Kevin will read them anyway. And I, I, I usually have Kevin censor the emails before they come to my desk because that way, you know, I can decide if it's going to be too upsetting. Um, if you're like, you know, yeah, I can email you, but you're just going to hit the delete key. You really want that information out in the free world. Then what you want to do is you want to go and leave a review. And you can do that at iTunes or wherever the hell you download this podcast. 
you can leave a review leave a review and tell everybody how much you enjoyed this excellent episode and how nothing says survival prepping and basic badassery like digging deep into what's going on in the world because really how can you prepare if you don't know what's going on in the world uh maybe you want some cool gear maybe you want a shirt that says don't give them a fucking inch it has that prepping badass logo right there on the front you could get something like that over at preppingbadass.com it's where you'd find cool shit like that just saying it's available maybe your wife wants to get you something nice for Christmas. Preppingbadass.com. Just saying. Maybe you want to get your wife something nice for Christmas. Preppingbadass.com. See? See what I did there? Maybe you want to get me and Kevin something nice for Christmas. Then you'd go to prep or patreon.com slant prepping badass. And you would make a little commitment there. Just say that's an option you have available to you. But Anyway, we do appreciate you guys uh, checking us out. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep-sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight, Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.